You're listening to Green Valley Radio, and it's time for the news. From Hyde Park, New York, behind the stone and stucco walls of his Hudson Valley mansion, President Roosevelt and Prime Minister W.L. Mackenzie King of Canada discuss the mutual problems of neighbor nations whose parallel nation policies are dedicated to the defeat of Nazism. King, a friend of the president since their college days at Harvard, arrived at the Roosevelt home from Ottawa via his private railway car. Crown Princess Juliana of the Netherlands, likewise, was a weekend guest at the Roosevelt estate. A volunteer motor corps of uniformed women will be formed under the aegis of the Red Cross Green Valley Chapter. The women who enlist in the work will be required to pass a physical examination, qualify in a Red Cross first aid training course, and take a course in automobile mechanics and highway safety. While Green Valley continues to have a rainy November, floodwaters resulting from widespread and continual rains out east menaced two mid-continent areas. Rivers rose in Arkansas, Iowa, and Oklahoma, while snow fell in parts of Nebraska, Kansas, Minnesota, and Iowa. Illinois had its wettest October in 62 years. And that is the news. We now return to our scheduled programming.
forget to tell you it's time to dust off the old knitting needles. That is, if you still remember how to use them, of course. If not, then maybe it's time to enroll in a downtown class. And I don't mean work for the soldiers this time, either. It's right there on the horizon, marching fast this way, the coming fashion for hand-knitted things. And that means just about everything. We're going to see more and more good-looking knitted outfits out and about, and in all the best shops. And if you're a dexterous knitter and up for the challenge, here's a quick tip. Begin with the jacket. The skirt can come later. But of course, buy your yarn now, for I don't doubt that the most fashionable colors will be snapped up soon. So get your needles ready, ladies. It's knitting season. This is Walter Klondike bringing you news from around the world. From the Associated Press, the German government formally declared yesterday that the United States had attacked Germany, reciting incidents involving United States destroyers Greer and Kearney and German submarines. An extraordinary statement from Adolf Hitler's headquarters declared that two American destroyers attacked German submarines and that therefore America has attacked Germany. From Tokyo, Kurusu, dapper diplomat who signed the Axis Alliance for Japan, is flying to the United States in a hurry-up effort to ease the tense situation in the Pacific. Although Kurusu signed the Axis Treaty, he is not considered either strongly pro-Axis or anti-American. 
He has held posts in the United States and is married to an American woman. Simultaneous to this peace mission are regular reports in the Japan Times that call on the United States to take a turn in the road or, quote, face the alternatives. From London, RAF planes warred over the Strait of Dover in a steady stream, continuing without let up the giant new offensive which sent 600 to 800 planes against Berlin and the continent. The British declared it was the greatest offensive thus far of the war with hundreds of planes in the air over France. The bombardments attained full scope when hundreds of bombers thundered against the continent, from Oslo, Norway, to Brindensai, Italy, and for hours held Berlin under a tempest of fire and explosions. And that is the news. We now return to our scheduled programming. I didn't mean to make you cry I love you And I need you Do anything but don't say goodbye Let bygone Just be bygone For we all make mistakes now and then I'm sorry, forgive me, my dear And let's be sweethearts again Best food of man 
They're crispy and crunchy the whole year through. The kiddies never tire of them and neither will you. So just buy Wheaties, the best breakfast food in the land. This is Green Valley Radio, and it's time for the news. From Washington. Senator Connolly of Texas told the Senate that revision of the Neutrality Act did not mean a declaration of war any more than had previous foreign policy steps, but added that Adolf Hitler already has given this country cause for war. Connolly, chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee, took up the administration's fight for neutrality revision with a statement that Hitler had demonstrated a fixed determination to sink American ships. From Los Angeles. Airplanes kept rolling off assembly lines in three Southern California factories affected by an aircraft welder strike, but union officials declared production would stop completely in the short term. On the other hand, a spokesman from Lockheed and Vega Aircraft Companies in Burbank said, As far as we are concerned, the strike is whipped. We are going to continue turning out military planes. The third plant on strike, Consolidated Aircraft at San Diego, said the strike would not slow its production schedule on $750 million in bomber orders. Copies of the National Geographic magazine, dating from 1920 to 1940, are now available at the Green Valley Library, thanks to the generous donation of community members across the city. And that is the news. We now return to our scheduled programming. I'm leaving immediately, Chattanooga, here I come. Pardon me, boy, is that the Chattanooga choo-choo? Right on track 29. Boy, you can give me a shine. I can't afford to board a Chattanooga choo-choo. I've, I've, I've got my fare. And just a trifle to spare. You leave the Pennsylvania station about a quarter to four. Read a magazine and then you're in Baltimore. Dinner in the diner, nothing could be finer than to have your ham and eggs in Carolina. When you hear the whistle blow an egg to the bar, then you know the Tennessee is not very far. Shovel all the coal in, gotta keep it rolling. Woo-woo, Chattanooga, there you are. There's gonna be a certain party at the station in in satin and lace. I used to call funny face. She's gonna cry until I tell her that I'll never run. So Chattanooga choo choo, want you choo choo me home. Hey there, boy. Coming back to Tennessee. Hey there, boy. Yes, yes, yes. I want a one-way ticket on the Chattanooga choo-choo train. Hey, pardon me, boy. Mm-hmm. He's at the Chattanooga choo-choo-choo-choo. Right on track 29. My baby, I'm fine. Boy, you can give me a shine. Give me a very good shine. Thank you. 
dressed up in satin and lace. Oh, what a funny face. I used to call funny face. I used to call her just a funny face. She's gonna cry until I tell her that I'll never roam. So Chattanooga choo-choo, won't you choo-choo me home? Can silk stockings be tinted? Why, of course, with care, perseverance, and a little bit of luck. Personally, I tint my own all the time with great success, and the way I do it is this. I make a concentrated solution using hot water and a tint in whatever color I fancy. Use any make of tint you can find, as long as it's made for silk lingerie. After creating the solution, I strain it through a piece of scrap fabric to guard against any tiny particles of dye that could possibly spot the hose. This I then bottle, and after each washing, I add a bit of my tint solution to the third rinse. Nylons are a bit stubborn, but even they can sometimes be coaxed along. From the world of fashion, this is Hannah Bourbon. Klondike here with some international news. From Tokyo, the Japan Times reports that Japan's patience has reached the point of exhaustion and that her army may strike next at Burma Road to cut off American supplies to China 
unless the United States comes to terms with her special envoy. Kurusu's plane trip across the Pacific is described by the Foreign Office Organ in Japan as a last stop opportunity for the United States to make amends for aggression and restore the occasion for an amicable settlement. Adolf Hitler said he had ordered the German Navy to fire on American ships only if they are attacked. Any German officer who does not defend himself when attacked will be court-martialed, he said. After revealing German forces were only about six and a fourth miles from Leningrad, Hitler said the Soviets had lost between 8 million and 10 million casualties, and that the Germans had captured or destroyed 15,000 planes, more than 22,000 tanks, and more than 27,000 guns. Hitler then declared Russian prisoners totaled 3.6 million. His speech comes during the RAF's greatest air offensive, currently attacking Germany and northern France. From London, in the midst of the Pacific crisis, Winston Churchill solemnly warned Japan that if she went to war with the United States, she would be engaged to the death by Britain as well within an hour of her decision. This is an extraordinary pledge of Britain's resources and blood, and the Prime Minister declared that American aid had vastly improved the British naval situation in the Atlantic. And that is the news for now.
Defense Bond Quiz. Today's first question is, what is the reason for buying a defense bond? And the answer is to keep America free, to help show your faith and pride in your country, and to warn foreign dictators that the United States is the strongest country in the world. Today's second question is, what if I don't have enough money to buy a defense bond? What can I do? And the answer is to buy defense postal stamps, on sale almost everywhere. Your post office, bank, department store, or druggist has them, or they can get them for you at 10 cents upward. Save enough stamps to exchange for a defense bond. To purchase defense bonds and stamps, go to the nearest post office or bank, or write for information to the Treasurer of the United States, Washington, D.C.
And now, here are Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. Charlie, where have you been? Well, it's a long story, Bergen. Remember, you said you wanted the car lubricated. I said I wanted a Guardian maintenance lubrication. Like all Chevrolet's Pontiacs, Oldsmobiles, Buicks, Cadillacs, and Chevy and GMC trucks, our car deserves the best of service. And that means Guardian maintenance at our dealer service department. Yes, well, I drove our car to our dealers without an accident. Oh? Most of the way. Charlie, where's the car now? It's on Main Street between 4th and 5th. Is it closer to 4th or 5th? It's all the way from 4th to 5th. All right, young man, you're going to get it now. Ha! I'm only kidding, Bergen. It's just a scratch fender. Our dealer's GM trained mechanics have already got it looking like new again. It's part of their quality appearance service. Shall I still meet you in the woodshed? You drove the car without permission. It's the woodshed. I'll see you there as soon as I phone the dealer. Well, take your time. If you're not there in ten minutes, I'll start without you.
listening to Green Valley Radio, and it's time for the news. The Navy announced it would take over construction of $10,500,000 in defense projects at three military establishments if striking AFL building tradesmen did not return to their jobs. The AFL workers stopped work on projects at the Naval Training Station and the Marines Camp Elliott near San Diego, California, to enforce demands for a blanket 12.5% wage increase. In other labor news, A.F. Whitney, president of the Brotherhood of Railroad Trainmen in Chicago, announced that his organization and the four other big operating unions would call 350,000 men out on strike on December 5th to enforce demands for a 30% wage increase. Leaders of the other operating unions agreed there would be a strike, but declined to say when. From Washington, D.C., the Senate voted 50 to 37 to amend the Neutrality Act so American ships may mount guns for their protection and sail through any seas and to any ports, including combat zones and the harbors of belligerent nations. The language freeing American shipping of the restrictions on its movements prescribed by the Neutrality Act proved the most controversial feature of the bill in the Senate's debate. By comparison, there was relatively little opposition to arming American merchant ships. Theft of a money bag containing two checks valued at $8.29 was reported to Green Valley Police by Bobby Chandler, carrier boy for the Green Valley Gazette. Chandler told police that the bag was stolen from his bicycle when it was parked on Pacific Avenue while he was collecting a bill. The checks are payable to the Green Valley Gazette Publishing Company. And that is the news. We now return to our scheduled programming. Does a gander meander in search of a goose? What puts the kick in a chicken? The magic in June. It's just Elmer's tune. Listen, listen. There's a lot you're liable to be missing. Sing it, swing it. Any old way and any old time. The hurdy gurdies, the birdies, the cop on the beat. The candy maker, the baker, the man on the street, the city charmer, the farmer, the man in the moon.
Walter Klondike here with the latest reports on the war in Eastern Europe. Here is a picture of the 1,200-mile battle lines. On the Moscow front, the Germans are driving into the suburbs of Tula, 100 miles south of the Soviet capital, forcing the Russians to fall back under rearguard action. A violent battle is raging around Volokolamsk, 65 miles northwest of Moscow. Russian counterattacks are still holding the Germans at Kalinin, 95 miles northwest. In eastern Ukraine, the Russians have begun to evacuate the civil population of Rostov-on-Don, a city of 520,000, and remove valuable machinery as the nearest German troops are reported only 10 miles away. Fresh Soviet troops, supported by naval gunfire, have been brought up to stem the Nazi drive. In Crimea, German and Romanian troops are smashing through a widening gap in the Perikop Isthmus defense line, and the Russians admit that the situation is critical. But the London radio reports that the Nazis have been momentarily checked after a 25-mile advance. Still, 75 miles farther to the south lies Russia's Great Black Sea naval base at Sevastopol. Finally, in Leningrad, violent action again has blazed forth, with the Germans reporting a break through a heavily fortified defense zone 70 miles southeast. Green Valley Radio will keep you apprised on the war front in Eastern Europe as we receive news. For now, this is Walter Klondike signing off. Now, hate to leave you, but I'm staying now. I may need you, but I'm staying now. Wouldn't deceive you, cause you know you didn't treat me right. You see, I'm staying now. I've decided that I'm staying now. Ain't conniving, cause I'm staying now. I wouldn't jive you, cause you know you didn't treat me right. You got the wrong line. But baby, if you change your way, maybe a long time, but I'd be back one day. But now I'm safe for now. Hate to lose you, but I'm safe for now. Feel so good because I'm safe for now. Wouldn't fool you because you know you didn't treat me right.
You're listening to Green Valley Radio, and it's time for the news. From Washington, President Roosevelt told an Armistice Day audience at Arlington National Cemetery that the people of America believed liberty was worth fighting for, and if need be, would fight eternally to hold it. This duty we owe, he said, not to ourselves alone, but to the many dead who died to gain our freedom for us, to make the world a place where freedom can live and grow into the ages. The president was the principal address at the American Legion services observing the 23rd anniversary of the end of the First World War. Voting unanimously, the city council put the city, through the Department of Public Health and Safety, into the garbage collection and disposal business starting in January. Mayor Emery Ellis said it would be profitable to the municipality that the proposal would give Green Valley 25% of the gross revenue derived from the collections, but the city would have to make all collections and billings. In addition, two new trucks, one covered to handle wet garbage and the other to handle dry garbage, will be purchased immediately, and a third truck will be purchased by the end of next year. The Green Valley Red Cross has its three new sewing machines, A group of volunteers from the Women's Club is scheduled to begin sewing on the machines this week, to be followed by women from other organizations. Hospital pneumonia jackets will be the first articles of clothing made. And that is the news for now. We now return to our scheduled programming.
showing off my new hairdo on a casual stroll through Ramsey Park. And do you know what I'm seeing, listeners? Slacks. Slacks everywhere. And it's women wearing them. There is no doubt, and it is undeniably unmistakable, that slacks for women are here to stay. And we women must get wise ourselves about wearing them. A modish minority do it with a flair. I'm looking at you, Catherine Hepburn. But still, many women have trouble sizing slacks up. So here's some thoughts. There are women who have their slacks custom-made, and that is smart, but can be expensive, too. Others shop patiently and carefully until they find a pair of slacks that fits them just right. So if you wear slacks, that is excellent. Just remember that how slacks fit make all the difference. This is Hannah Bourbon saying farewell for now. Instead of making conversation, make love to me, make love to me, my darling, while there is still a moon. Must I extend an invitation, make love to me? Make love to me, my darling Tonight will end so soon There are moments when my lips adore Addressing you But tonight my lips are only poor you before the mood that I'm in changes make love to me make love to me my darling I'm so in love with you must I extend an invitation to make love to me Make love to me, my darling Tonight will end so Interrupt our scheduled programming to bring you some international news. From Tokyo, 
The Japanese government was cautiously silent today in the face of the most direct challenge leveled at this country in years. Winston Churchill's warning that Japan's involvement in war with the United States would mean war with Britain too. But the influential newspaper, Yamiuri, declared the Japanese people were, quote, burning with anger, but remaining silent and trusting the government's high policy and iron will to cope with the situation. From London, Winston Churchill predicted nations he called freedom-loving powers would be able to produce enough ships by 1943 to support an overseas invasion utterly beyond British resources at the present time. Before the House of Commons at opening of the seventh session of the present parliament, the Prime Minister delivered a reasoned argument against disclosure of the strategy by which Britain plans to aid Russia, and gave no new figures to show substantial British successes in the Atlantic War against U-boats since early summer. The 22,000-ton British aircraft carrier, the Ark Royal, went down with mortal torpedo wounds. She was attacked east of Gibraltar by a submarine, most likely by an Italian origin, although this point was not officially made. The great majority of her crew were safe. And that is the news. We now return to our scheduled programming.
Because your life just ain't worth living Without the one you love You're listening to Green Valley Radio, and it's time for the news. From Pittsburgh... Officials of the Carnegie, Illinois Steel Corporation said it would probably be necessary to stop operations of six blast furnaces within the next 48 hours as a result of curtailed coal production in captive mines. Meanwhile, fighting between picketers and non-strikers broke out in the western Pennsylvania mine files for the first time during a multi-day mine strike, and sympathy walkouts closed 13 additional commercial mines which were not included in the United Mine Workers' strike call. Everything from mermaids to miniature models, from trains to toy trucks, from weaving to watercolors, and from shotguns to seashells, that's just a fraction of the variety of hundreds of tiny to towering exhibits at the second annual Junior Chamber of Commerce Hobby Show here at the Green Valley Library. In addition to local schools, various organizations such as the Camera Club, Bird Lovers Club, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, Nature Club and Model Airplane Club have returned this year with even bigger and more inspiring exhibits. From San Francisco, a first-ranking diplomat of Japan dropped from the fog-shrouded skies with a message that Japan still saw hope for peace in the war-feared Pacific. Saburo Caruso wouldn't say whether he was carrying specific proposals for amity for his government, but he did remark, If I didn't have a hope for peace, why do you think I came such a long way? He is currently bound for Washington to meet with President Roosevelt. And that is the news. We now return to our scheduled programming.
this winter you bought a Coleman heater this fall. Yes, as you sit back in your easy chair, snug and comfortable, you'll be glad you bought a Coleman heater. You'll enjoy floor-to-ceiling warmth in those rooms you could never heat before. Get your Coleman oil or gas heater now during Coleman's big bonus sale. Here's what you get. First bonus, a new low price. Yes, now you can get a dependable Coleman automatic heater at a new low price. Second bonus, a new low operating cost. Coleman saves you up to 25% on heating bills, because Coleman gives you maximum heat from your fuel. Third bonus, a 32-piece set of Libby's Safe Edge glassware worth $14. It's free with your new Coleman heater. Get three big bonuses. Get your Coleman oil or gas heater now during Coleman's big bonus sale. This sale is for a limited time only. So see your Coleman dealer tomorrow. You'll find his name and address in your telephone directory. You're listening to Green Valley Radio, and this is Catalina Jack with some pressing news. From New York, Gangdom's singing master, Abe Riles, known as the executive vice president of Murder Incorporated, will squeal no more. Death stilled his chattering tongue this month. Official records say he fell while attempting to escape from a six-floor window on the Half Moon Hotel at Coney Island, where, with other material witnesses, he was being held incommunicado by police. Reyes was to appear as a prosecution witness against Louis Buckalta, president of Murder Incorporated, and two others who were being tried for murder in Brooklyn County Court. From Los Angeles, California, damage estimated at upwards of $1 million was caused by an earthquake centering in suburban Torrance and Gardena. Although the heaviest since the disastrous shock of 1933, which cost 130 lives, no deaths or injuries resulted in this earthquake. And that's the news. We now return to our scheduled programming.
Exactly who you 
to make my love so tense to keep me in suspense the way you do Walter Klondike here, bringing you some international news. Despite mass executions, a spokesman for the exiles government of Yugoslavia said that 80,000 guerrilla soldiers in relentless mountain warfare have wrested most of Serbia from the Axis. The 80,000, including men, women, and youths, driven into hiding by the executions, are operating as three armies in Bosnia, Montenegro, Serbia, and Herzegovina, and currently control three-fourths of Serbia. From Tokyo. Most eyes in Tokyo are glued on Washington, where Special Envoy Kurusu held his first crucial meeting with President Roosevelt in Washington, D.C. The Foreign Office-controlled Japan Times summed up the editorial view with the following statement. The international situation in regards to Japanese and American relations has gone from bad to worse. It is now felt in Japan that the war Japan has waged the past four years has in reality been not with Chungking, but with America and Britain. The editorial continued to say the spread of war to the Pacific would be a tragedy to humanity and that the statesmen on both sides should make every effort to avoid it. From Tokyo. The United States consulate urged all Americans to leave Japan promptly. Similar advice was reportedly given to Americans in China. The consular's notice said simply, you are in consequence again urged to give serious consideration to prompt withdrawal. And that is the news for now. This is Walter Klondike signing off. Roma 
being passed from hand to hand. I'm not that type of fellow, I'm just a one woman's man. Well, baby, look, I could mean so much to you. Well, baby, I could mean so much to you. I'd be nice and loving, do anything that you'd want me to. I love your cold black hair, those two dimples in your face. I love your cold black hair, those two dimples in your face. You're all I have to live for, nobody else can take your place. Radio, and it's time for the news. For three days and nights, the Green Valley Telephone and Telegraph Company have been at work on the main telephone underground cable line that connects this city to the larger cities out west. The repair work was necessary owing to the damage wrought by a leaking water main coming in contact with the cable line. President Roosevelt reluctantly signed a defense highway bill. The president signed the measure, he said, because it authorized $150 million for access roads to military and naval reservations and defense industry sites, and $10 million for airplane landing strips. He objected, however, to inclusion of $50 million in authorizations for a so-called strategic network of highways and bridges, saying that this was not essential to defense. Thanksgiving. The Great American Feast Day originated in New England in 1625. In 1863, President Lincoln fixed the date as the last Thursday in November. But it has been moved up a bit in keeping with the fast-moving days of 1941. So we here in the West will observe it on November 20th. But good old New England states keep up the old original date. Whenever or wherever you are, happy Thanksgiving from us at Green Valley Radio. This is Catalina Jack, signing off for now.